We have to. We were starting with the. There's a, there's a nigun for it today. No, there's a nigun written for the fifth of Tavis. Probably Hershey and Av, these two know it because they probably played it about 25,000 times. But today in Chabad is called Didan Notzach. What does Didan Notzach mean in Aramaic? Didan, we, Notzach, Nitzach, no, we won. Where does it come from? So today, what? You singing? Today was the day that there was the verdict, uh, the famous verdict uh, about this very long and grueling court case that took place in the early 80s in Crown Heights. It's a very long story, and leave it to Lubavitch. They put, I just saw they put, out, they put together a miniseries, uh, a five-piece miniseries on YouTube explaining what this day is. What, explaining, explaining what this day is. That it's the day, it's a long story, but it's the day that a whole, the verdict was given in, without getting too much involved in details, that the Svarim, it's actually the Ashgachal we're giving out Svarim today, that the Svarim were restored back, a bunch of Svarim were, were, were stolen from the Lubavitcher Rebbe, I, I don't know if I have any more here, maybe I'll get more from Mincer, that, that, that Svarim were stolen from Lubavitch headquarters, by who? I don't want to say because it, it, it'll confuse all of us without knowing too many details. Go go online and look this up. By Breslau? No, no. <laughs> That'd be easy. <laughs> That'd be easy. No, no. Here's you know the story a little bit, right? So anyway, it's a day that the Svarim won. We say, Didan Notzach, we win Svarim. It's a long, long story. Anyway, it's Kedai to look inside. I want to get into it right now. But uh, anyway, the, every safer that we have should be more than just beautiful, beautiful art on our shelves, which is also a gavalt, to have it on our <coughs> shelves, it's very nice. <coughs> but the svarim that we, that we receive, we should use from, and use it for many, many years, Bezrat Hashem, and our children and grandchildren should see our, our, our fi- fingerprints and <coughs> tears over the words. The svarim don't Hashem. belong to us, they belong to the Hasidus. Right, yeah, that, was, that was the bottom line. Yeah. It's not our, it's, the Rebbe belongs to the Hasidim, that was the verdict. Okay, now, where, if you could open up in the Sefer, let me see if it's the same thing by us. Yes, 13, page 13, Rembrei Machshavatova, Ot Dalid, page 13, on the bottom of page 13. And if you can, if you want to keep the Sefer here, make sure just put your name in it and, and, and keep it here in the shul, or if you just remember to bring this uh, Sundays and Tuesdays. 
There's this way we do something else. Anyway, if you remember, just to refresh our memories, because we haven't learned Piyasetzner since before Hanukkah, we were, we were speaking about why is it, what are the two main causes that people have weak minds? Why is mindfulness such a difficult thing to implement? Why is it so hard? And he brought two very interesting things, two, two reasons, and he explained that the development and the strengthening of the mind, which is what the point of the chevra coming together, was not just to give each other hugs and like give each other cuddles. The point of the chavura that he was putting together, to coming together was to strengthen our, not just our thought process, but to strengthen the concept called mindfulness. And he discussed two main reasons why it's such a difficult thing. One is a very interesting thing. The second thing he discussed that people by nature have a weak mind. They just have a, we, we're born with what he calls a natural blemish, a mum tivi. That the way we're created is not necessarily with you know, a strong mind. We, we discussed this at length. And the other thing that he was talking about was that when good, and, when good things and holiness do happen to us, we don't allow it to actually play any really role in our lives. We don't allow ourselves to truly be touched by those moments, and therefore real enthusiasm does not awaken while, when, at moments that it could. And if we let it, if we let holy enthusiasm awake while a mitzvah is taking place in our lives, the goodness and the holiness of the mitzvah would then strengthen our mind. <coughs> so why is our mind so weak? Because we much more identify ourselves and allow the bad thoughts to really define who we are and play a much, unfortunately, a much larger role in our mindset. <laughs> Those are the two ways that he descri- described the two main reasons why our minds are shvach. Our minds are shvach. And you know, shvach means like weak, right? Our minds are weak. And the purpose of Hevra getting together is not, it's not a self-help group of, oh, guys getting together and guys being guys. There's other groups for that, he was saying. For this purpose of this Hevra getting together is that when we're together, it's to give each other strength into our minds, is that our mindfulness should be something much, much stronger. So now he's going to take what we just discussed to the next level. We're on Ostalid. But why isn't mindfulness such a strong thing? He's saying the mind is not an intellect. That we could say about this person, ah, he doesn't have a brain, he doesn't have a seichel at all. Velo pilpulim bechakiras. You know what a pilpul is? Anyone ever go to uh, yeshiva, right? Oh, it's a pilpul in a gemara. It's like, it's like um, intellectual gymnastics, right? What's a pilpul? A pilpul is when you can bring down thirty different rabbanim's different mahalachs, but a certain sugya. See how they build it up. See how it's retracted. See, how, like literally taking a whole sugya and a gemara and seeing from the beginning till the end how thing how something is built up, broken down, built up again, broken down, back and forth, back and forth. Okay, you need it. You need a strong intellect in order to be able to figure that one out. But he says here that's not what we're talking about when we're talking about mindfulness. So he's saying over here, make this thing clear, intellect and the development of intellect does not necessarily mean that you have a strong mind or, not, or a weak mind. But we get confused within the two. In other words, you can have people 
that are not that intellectually developed and smart. However, their mindfulness is thoroughly developed. You, you see the difference? But usually the world doesn't give chashivas, doesn't give any importance to someone like that. Because they say if he doesn't, if he's not able to intellectually develop something in a very strong way, it must mean that his mind is not that strong. He's saying it's not true at all. You can have people that they can't go to a Gmarashia per se. They just they, they can't. Maybe eventually they can, but they can't build up this Indian of a pilpul of like of, of if anyone that's ever learned inside knows what I'm talking about, about a pilpul of Gemara. They can't do that. However, what can they do? Mindfulness. That they can do. And he's saying, do not ignore the fact, those people, don't ignore that art, because that's, that's what he's saying, that's what we're talking about here. If you think you can come in here and be part of our chero because you got a good cup and sheer, nah, that's not what we're talking about. So that makes us feel, right. <laughs> right, 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 no, I'm saying, so we're all like, okay, so I'm in, so that's, because I wasn't sure until now. <laughs> No, like, again, <laughs> not there yet. It, there's no stira, meaning, no. you know what I mean, obviously, I know. Alavai, alavai, we could say both, but alavai, but let's not get confused, he's saying. Don't get confused. It might also be practical. There's something he said about mindfulness is the ability to, to take what your thoughts are and to put it into actions. And, and maybe in the world of people, it's, it's very, it's very... Theoretical. Theoretical. It's very, it's yes. very different from reality. Yes, it's very good what you're saying. What do you end up doing with that whole binyan of machshavot in Pilpul? You don't end up doing anything. You might understand something better. But our purpose here is not to see how much we can understand things better. Yeah. It's how we can understand things stronger. <clears throat> not understanding things better. It's understanding things stronger. With chizuk... To strengthen our minds. And that's the, that, I, I don't know if you guys agree, I think. I think that would so far till now be the difference that we're trying to develop here between understanding things better or understanding things stronger. To understand things better, you need to have more of an intellectual development. But to understand things stronger... So, somehow the intellect is not what's going to get me to a place of strengthening my thoughts. You know, uh, I think he's speaking to a reaction of the guys in the yeshiva, which I think many of us experience as well, that have these the sharp cups, like they can get away with more. They maybe don't need to dot as much or do certain things, or even Vigos can be slacking because they have a sharp cup, it'll all work out. And then the other guys, right. pointing to myself, Nice, but whatever. It's And even as you're saying that, I'm like saying, how could you say he's weak in the mind if he's finishing yeah, Shas? Right. But that's exactly the point. You could, you could be weak in the mind. In the mind, in the area of thought development, meets implement, implementing things, doing things. To have effect on your life. Video. Like you're coming and learning, it's nice. You're like you can mathematics and the other stuff, but you're coming to a group of people to get effect on your life, to be strong. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm yeah. feeling the, I'm feeling the, I'm feeling the, 
all the it has something to do with me. It has something to do with the way I live my life. It no transforms fun. you. No, it you become you. different. It affects you. You become different. 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 I can even remember it. That's, but that's still yeah. not it. I can remember it cold. I remember it, I remember it inside out. You know, I, I know so many people, they could quote to you like 25,000 Baal Shem Tov stories. But that's only why. It's because their intellect has been developed enough that they have an ability to retain a lot of information and even stuff that they like. But what does that have to do with their, with their own life? So he's saying over here, we're coming together so that any knowledge that we intake, whether it's a lot or whether it's a little, okay, when it comes to Kedusha, plays a role in our lives. Because we spend too much time learning books, finishing Masechtas, and it barely has anything to do with the way I live my life. That's the point of this Chavra. Hopefully it's the point of our Chavra as well, I I pray. That should be as well. Look back inside. I say, that's not what we're looking for. Pilpulim. Third line. Adar the contrary. Rak emuna pshuta ba'ashem. We're looking for people that want to have and develop their emuna pshuta ba'ashem. Their simple faith in Hashem. Anu dorshim ata. That's what we're, that's what we're demanding right now. That's what we're asking now. Ela shelot tehe emunateinu ne'elamabo. And our emuna should not become ne'elam. You know what ne'elam means? Huh? It yeah, disappears. Ne'elam. Our emunah, it's like we talk about we have faith, we have faith. But if you looked into your life, you don't know, you, you, you'd have to, where are you? <laughs> Wait a second, I thought I believe in God. Okay, your mind, your intellect usually is the one that tells you, you believe in Hashem. But he's saying over here, the emunah that we know we have becomes ne'elam. It becomes, it disappears. And I think that's why Rav Arush's whole mahapach, his whole revolution of where you're putting the focus on is so crucial for our door because he's saying, let's talk emuna. Let's talk about the thing that we think we got down. Everyone, you know, no one, no one spoke about emuna like the last hundred, like the last 20 years with Rav Lezer Brody and Rav Arush. Say what you want to say about the whole thing. No one ever spoke like this. There weren't like emuna seminars. There weren't books called emuna, Garden of Emuna. Emunah was a thing that my intellect told me I have that. I'm, that's fine. I'm, I'm good over there. But he's saying over here, you need to discuss this. This disgust, think about that which you think you have down already. And by the way, it's the same thing as a husband and wife regarding I love you and the love that's there. You tell your wife that you love her every morning? She knows. She tell you that she loves you every morning? She, she, she knows that I know, so it's okay. No, it's not. You have to discuss these things, as, as, as uncomfortable as it might get to sometimes, from people that have been living very religious life, lives for, 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 for a long time, need to discuss that which they intellectually have developed to be a given. But it's not discussed at all, it's not strengthened, so it plays no role in their life. But if emuna is something that's discussed, and we have all the... Today, no one has a terrorist to say, I don't know, I don't have any access to this. And... Laser Brody changed the whole game in that, in that department. He did. I mean, Rivarosh did, but Rev Laser Brody definitely did, you know, for, for the Anglo world. You have to discuss it. You have to speak about these things. 
I think we're sticking like he just said here, emunapshuta. Just the first thing that you said. Just faith in Akadash Barhu. But discussing <coughs> it, talking about it, strengthening that concept that's within you. Like if I ask, if, if we start discussing this right now in Pai, that's what that Khavra did. What did they do? They got together and probably had Garden of Emuna <coughs> Shmuzan. Think about it. What do you think they spoke about? So he's saying, this is what we have to do. We have to, we have to speak about that which we think is a given. Because it might be a given intellectually, but it's not a given in the Eitz Chaim of strengthening the thought process. Yeah? I was going to say, that's Big time. When you, when you talk to your friends about anything that's going on in your life, you're bringing level Kedusha in there, and you're trying to bring out a moon. Right. And that's what, you know, Rav Arush and Rav would say, that everything's really Amuna. He, he has a story in his... Say Force feels how like he went through a massive. He, he, so he says, I have to work hard. I have these loans, these debts. He didn't know how he was going to pay. We're not on this Madriga, but he said, Okay, I need to go to work. So, how long do you go to work for? I don't know, six, eight hours. He decided to do his photos for six, eight hours. And to him, that was his work. And miraculously, he said he was able to pay everything back. Mama changed his life. Like, we, we go and say, We're going to work harder. We're going to go harder work and, and actually try to make more money and right. go up. He literally said, you go to work. Okay, I'm going to go to work. Go my to work, work is too. working at my Amuna. We're talking about Hashem. We're not holding there. I'm not holding there. But, but like, I think if any of us would think that anyone's holding there, we'd all say that you're holding there, it's actually. It's like a crazy way of like, I mean, it's not the way we normally think. It's, right. like that it's not the way. Now. Right, right. We always think we need more money. Right. Okay, we're we wired. Harder, right. More hours, more this. And it's Absolutely. We're, we're programmed that way. And no, it's not being camped in your status, but we're programmed like, and we kind of don't, don't have the Emunah Pshuta piece in there. That's what he's saying. Yeah. Again, <coughs> we need Emunah the second to bottom line, but our Emunah should not become something hidden. It should be in the level of what? You know where that Pasuk's from? Does anyone know? No Bali Kora here? Come on, Avi. Yeah, who's, who's it about? Avram Avinu, Vayamin Bashem, Vayachshavea Lo Litzdaka. The Pasuk ends with that word. What's that? Vayamin Bashem, I think it's after, well, it's after the, 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 the saying, Koyezarach, like, you know, you'll have offspring and the whole thing. So it, the Pasuk says that Avram Avinu believed in Hashem, and then it says, Vayachshavea Lo Litzdaka. The way to normally translate it is that, and it was considered for him, Tzdaka. That he's believed in Hashem, that it was a tzedek, that it was justice, he did the right thing. But the Piyasetan says, no, no, he believed in Hashem and he started thinking about what does he actually believe in. You hear? His thinking about Hashem consumed his whole body. He thought about this all the time. No, that book that you hold, that you that you carry a lot. What's it called? What what's the is it the same? Yeah. It's the same chap, right? It's just like yeah. that everything in your life is It's just stories about Amuna. Okay, but those things usually talk to yeah, us, yeah. you know, much more than much more for me than Garden Amuna. Listen, for yeah, whatever it whatever it works for you to get to that place, that's what you're thinking about. Yeah. You know? 
stories. I, I heard Rabbi Shlomo say yesterday, that's what the Baal Shem Tov was machadish, that before Mashiach is coming, you know, if, if lucky he said a Gevat thing. He said, <coughs> this is so beautiful. He said that when God created the world, the first you know, whole book is what is God doing? He's telling us stories. Then we start to go down to Egypt, go into exile, and then the stories really stop. And then for 2,000 years in Gaul, it's an exile, no one told stories anymore. Comes the Baal Shem Tov before we come back to Eretz Yisrael, and he renews this Indian of this is what God had in mind when he created the world, to tell you stories. And that's what brings the Geula. How do we know this even more? Because in our Parsha, the beginning of the Parsha, where we know that Yehuda coming before Yosef is the greatest feeling of, of it's the closest we'll ever get to Mashiach coming in this world. What is Yehuda basically telling over to Yosef? A story. This is what happened to me here. That's what happened to me here. And that story reached Yosef to reveal himself. So we, it's kind of like Reb Nachman says, if, you've, if you tell God your own story enough, that it will force God to reveal himself to you as well. That stories really have that ability. To bring that, that, that to bring out the emuna in a very strong way. So, so I want to know. I never saw that book inside, although it's a beautiful, <coughs> it's a beautiful cover. Okay. We're going to talk about this in greater t- detail later. What what are we going to talk about a little bit later? That you should walk around being busy thinking about emuna, not thinking about how am I going to get to a place of believing but thinking more about what is Emunah in my life, where does it exist in my life. Okay. Why should it be removed to a Yid who is a son of prophets? Why should we, be, why should we children of prophets, lack this power of imagination and of thought? Saying, where do we come from? We're, 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 we're children of prophets. Do you know that, by the way, in the time of the, of the prophets, there were many, many more prophets than what we know of in that, from the book Nevi'im, right? There were schools of prophecy. Schools of prophecy. There were thousands and thousands of prophets, kids and adults, prophesying. Now, what do you need in order to be a prophet? What do you think? You give out imagination. You need a strong mind. Not an intellectually developed mind. You need a strong mind. You need to strengthen moments of inspiration and have those last much longer in your life. So he's saying over here, if we're, if we're descendants of prophets, what? It's because we're the descendants. That what? We're human, so we start to take it for granted. It's such a given in our lives, we don't spend a lot of time thinking about it, right. focusing on it. So he's saying, why should this be hidden from your life? Why, why, why deprive yourself of something that is a given? Why deprive yourself? It's not really depriving, it's, it's taking time to realize that you need to put time and focus into it. It's just there. Right, but you, 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 but you, you deprive yourself by not dedicating any time to realize that which you have. Like we say, we have emuna, but we deprive ourselves from having that emuna having any effect in my life. Right. Why? Again, like prophecy. Well, I know, I'm, I come there. from it, it's there. It's just there. It's not going anywhere. Right. I don't have to work on it. It's there. It's a given. Third line. Pashutu. This is very simple. Why we, why we suffer from what we suffer from? We have yet to learn how to use 
the power of our innate thoughts like it should be. We don't. We haven't developed it yet. We don't really use it. It's there, but we ha- but we haven't really played with it. We haven't figured out. Like I have, I have to figure out this stereo in my car, and every every morning I look at it and I'm like, okay, I know you're all here, I know you're here, but I have to, you know, but I need the time to sit down and and, and figure the right, and, 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 fi- and figure you out. But what have I done since the Don't first day? To open up the owner's manual. Okay. <laughs> but what have I done since that first day? I wake up in the morning, I go in the car, and I in my I don't even talk about it. It's like, oh, I know that there's so many cool things in here, but it has nothing. I don't know how to use it, and I and I haven't right, and I keep on going. It's like, but it's the same thing with all the things in life that we kind of feel we have it. I, I'm married. I got that down. <coughs> I have children. I have it. I don't exactly, you know. Don't be ashamed to use the owner, right? the owner's manual. But it's there. I don't have to work on it. But he's saying over here, we haven't really realized yet how to use that which we already have. And what's that? Koach Adimion. Koach HaMachshava. The power of holy Jewish imagination. We don't know, how, we haven't figured out yet how to use it. Ken gam tiv'o, so too is the teva, is the nature. On the fourth line, shel kol koach haguf, of all powers of the body. Shebe'im einam nimishtamshim ve'ovdim imo yechalesh. That if you don't use certain parts of your body, what happens to them? Do you still have it? Yes. But what happens to it? Chalash. You're saying, why do we think that that's not true about the mind? We see that happens to our physical muscles, that if it's not being used, it's there, but it becomes weak. Why are we under the assumption that when it comes to the Lama Shava, no, over there, that doesn't work like that over there. Yes, it does. It absolutely does. Vilo'od, ela kevan she begufo vechushav, hu oved veose etzrachtav, with a man's body and senses, he works and does his needs. But with a person's spiritual thinking, up, which is above a person's body, he doesn't work and he doesn't do anything with it. So what ends up happening? As avodat gufo, his physical endeavors, mekacheshet et machshavto. This is this is the point of today's shir. Avodat gufo mekacheshet et machshavto. A person's physical endeavors end up overwhelming the mind. I've, why? Because I give so much chashivas, I give so much importance to my physical stuff that I have to do because I see that if I don't do it, things won't get done. I don't give the same mindset to my, to my thoughts. What ends up happening? My physical endeavors end up overwhelming our mindfulness. Does anyone want to say that in English? Who wants to give this a crack in English, what I just said right now? That our physical endeavors end up, we become over, our mind becomes overwhelmed from what? From the tachlis avod of the work in this world on a physical level. We become materialistic. So I say to myself, I say to myself, I use so much koch for, for, you know, I use so much strength today in terms of my physical labor. Let me just chill now. Let me just rest. I worked so hard. 
You ever have that? Yeah. It ever happened yeah. to you? Mm-hmm. I've worked so hard today. Let me just rest now. But who ends up, who ends up resting? The mind. You end up. You, meaning the real you. Meaning what ends up resting? The, that, which could, that which could make you have more koach rests, which is emunah. That goes to shlif with it. I had a long day. Oh, it was a long day today. I just got to shut, shut down. How many times have we heard? I just got to shut down. My kids need their Abba to have, to have time out, shut down time so that I can have more strength for them tomorrow. Who are you kidding? If you don't have more strength in your Muna, are you really giving your kid more by giving them more time because you're physically a little bit more stronger? I got to shut down. Easy yeah, now. You're, you're depressing everybody here. Take it easy. <laughs> this is every day. <laughs> what are you talking about? This is pretty much the whole world every day. Okay. And so shutting down is healthy in some ways, too. What part of you is shutting down? Your, your mind. You need to shut down the mind. You have to. Oh, okay. So now we're getting into the... You have to. Now this is what I was waiting for. Hold on. Welcome so, back. So. Good morning. How are you? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. How are you? Thank you for reappearing. This is exactly what we're here for. So, so maybe, maybe, maybe... No, 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 this is it, Noah. <laughs> is it healthy to shut down? Yeah. Of course, but what part, what part of you? The mind. It's the only part. What part of the mind? The, the noise. The, 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 the static. The noise. Hold on, say that again. The static. Wait, wait, but this is it. We're, we're, this is what this point of this chavr is coming together. There's a difference between shutting down the intellectual static and the noise while keeping what totally intact in and totally on fire? The emuna. But when we say shut down, right? What do we usually do? Oh. It shuts down everything. Shuts down. The, the whole thing, off. the generator's the off. <laughs> Out of the socket. <laughs> Batteries on zero. That's what usually ends up happening to us. Yeah. So is it good to shut down? It's great. It's great. <laughs> what part are you? So what does that mean? I like shutting it all down. <laughs> <laughs> so what does that mean that you're that now that now you're just focusing on Amuna in your shutdown mode in your Oh, Hershey's asking a good question. So how do you do this? How do you how, how do you how do you shut I owe you a phone call? And Jerry's in the room. I haven't had a room. We can do uh, a double. How do you okay, so this is this is very good. How do you shut down that which is good to shut down, while keeping on what's never good to shut down. By having a strong mind, having control over what you shut down. Oh, how do you get control over what you shut down? I have no idea. Me neither. Maybe you think about like uh, gym, gyms, right? Right. They do these amazing things in the air. We don't process fast enough. We're not on that level. Right. But they can change something, which is, which is really like a milli of a millisecond of their body movement. In order to improve their landing, uh, right. muscle right. memory, a muscle. Well, so right. a lot of it's a lot of it's practice in muscle memory, but a lot of it is also like when they're flipping up and, and turning, and twirling, they're actually capable of understanding what their body is doing. 
it's this level of control over their, right. their big toes. You know, like they really right. get it, and there's a, there's a there's definitely a way to do that with the mind. It just it's there's a way. So there's a way, and I want to share with you after what Jerry says. I think this is somewhat of what Robert Bush was saying: is that we can get so overwhelmed with our day-to-day life and what our needs are, and so we I do more and more and more and more, right. and then you, you get so overwhelmed that you actually shut down because you're overwhelmed because you're trying to set the meaning at the end of the day because you're running around like a sugar to try to make everything happen that we're not we're not clearing your mind we're not right we're not clearing our mind we're right. not we're not we're not recentering ourselves and getting and, and having that move right out we're just turning it off just, but when it when we turn it back on all that is still there yeah because we never dealt with we it. never dealt with it absolutely so are you guys ready to get cliffed yeah, nice cliff nuts okay cliff says like this to really be able to go to the zone that we're speaking about right now, in the moments where you choose to shut off the mind, shut off the mind by how? Start living those moments of shutting off in gratitude. Spend the time that you're shutting off the mind, so to speak, in gratitude. Use the mind, right? Whatever, whatever that means to you, use your thinking to strengthen moments of gratitude while you're, while you're turning it off. And Rav Arush, by the way, would say the same exact thing. Same exact thing. How does he say to start every East Bodhidus? Thank, thank, thank you. Thank, thank you for the garbage. Thank you. Now, so if you do that during the moments that you're choosing to shut down your mind, is your, are you shutting down? I mean, well, you, you're, you're focusing on, on by, shut, by focusing on one or a, si- right, a single two, two thing, or three thing, right, two, whatever two it is, things, instead of whatever else noise there is, that <clears throat> it's very calm. It's very, it's very. And it does soothing. the opposite of the physicality overwhelming <coughs> the mindfulness. <coughs> so it's the opposite. I mean, the Eastern, the Eastern meditation, they just take one part of it, which is like, shut off your mind. Think about nothing. Right. Um, and then they have to take it to the next step. But in, in like the more Jewish sources, Rav Sender, the Kodad, Rav Sender, and Rafi's, uh, Rafi Metz, his father-in-law. Rav Sender, yeah, yeah, of course. Incredible, incredible. So he talks about this at length. The whole idea of like, when you shut off your mind, and for a little while, you just you get rid of all the static. The, the, the reason why it gives you the strength and the focus and the power is because most of our thoughts are ruminating thoughts. And that's what's exhausting us. Right. We can't stop these churning over and over thoughts that which are really not helping us. We're not actually moving forward in whatever it is we're thinking about. And we're not fully present and conscious of it. It's just kind of like, oh, my kid, I have to do that with my kid. Oh, my work, oh, my work. And just thing is coming up over and over Maybe again. Maybe loops. Loops. Yeah. yeah. A cycle of, yeah. of Yeah, and absolutely. And so when you shut up, when you shut off, then you can... Absolutely. Make space and bring something else in. But we know that, I think what he's saying here is that we know that if any of us were told to go into a room and think about nothing, all we do is think about everything. <coughs> so therefore, what I think what he's saying, what I wanted to bring Cliff in for today was that he's saying, you know you're not going to be able, like shutting off your mind, right. it's not, that's not going to work. Meaning, yes, you could learn how to master that with years of breathing techniques and meditations in the Himalayas or something, when you're completely disconnected from the world. But we want to stay connected to our world in a really strong way. 
And one of the techniques truly is that when shutting down time comes, it's not just let's watch, let's watch Rocky Four again, or whatever it is to get your mind off something, right? It's, I'm, sp- I'm going to spend those moments in hoda'a, in gratitude, because then, Jerry, the clutter, that's the vacuum cleaner as well. Yeah. Then when you do zone in again, it's not waiting for you. It kind of gets cleaned. I don't know if it's quite as simple as that. It's not, it's not, it's not, it's definitely not simple as that. I'm not saying saying there isn't something in gratitude, but the idea that if you spend that time in gratitude, then when you turn it back on, it's not there. I don't think. It's not as simple as that. It's there, but you're not, it's not weighing you down the same way. I don't, I don't think that's true either. Let's, well, no, no, wait, 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 wait. You cannot believe it for a second, but until you're there, until you do that. No, no, we've all had times where we've done this about it, and we've spent time in gratitude. And we've done that, and we've shut other things out. But don't tell me that it wasn't there when you came back. Not to the same extent. Let me answer your question. Not the same for extent. For what? Five minutes? No, it, 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 needs to keep on, it needs to keep oh, on like going. It's like what was saying with the, with the gymnasts. It's repetition and repetition right. and repetition. It's work. Right. But you have you strength to do the work. But I just want to speak to what he said. I want to speak to what he said. I think at the beginning it probably is absolutely exhausting. No, I think when you create some sort of solid base of gratitude and thankfulness, you're building up everything that you have and that you are. So when you go into those other moments when there is all that other stuff, yeah, of course it's going to come back. You still have this like stronger base of like, but that's just that stuff because I really, the stuff that's meaningful and important to me, I know about it. I'm aware of it. That's what's, that's what's, that's what's real for me. I'm not saying it's all the time. I'm just saying. No, no, I, mean, I think that I, think that I could see that that when you, of course, the noise comes back. But going back into the noise, you've had this like baseline of hope. But that's not what it's all about. Listen, what we're talking about is spending our lives in gratitude. It's right. No question that it changes everything. And no I think question. that when you do have those moments of spending in gratitude, yeah, it doesn't disappear. But some, but in a certain way, you have a stronger mind. You have more to then deal with life without being overwhelmed by it. Look, all of us are overwhelmed by life. All of us. We're all overwhelmed by life. Each and every one of us. I guarantee anyone that's listening now and anyone that's, uh, you know, that's with us, we're all overwhelmed by what we think we have to do. All of us. No question. No questions with it. There's no, you know, I'm sure there are tzaddikim that aren't overwhelmed, but they, ha- they have this... They're just in this different zone, it could be. I'm sure they have different overwhelmingness as well, but we're all overwhelmed by it. And the point here is to figure out how to play the game. It's a game. This is all a game. It's a, it's, it was set up in a really cool way. This is Hashem's, you know, it's, it's a game, and we got dealt beautiful cards, and we simply have no idea how to use that which we already have. We have to focus our energy. Even the negative energy you can turn Nachon? into positive. Reb Shlomo once said, the problem with Yiddishkeit today is that everything is in the kitchen. We have it all in the kitchen, but not, we haven't figured out yet how to put it on the menu. We haven't figured out yet a way to present that which we have to the world. Now that's true about shining the whole world, but it's also true on a personal, individual level that we, we're still figuring out ways how to use that which is in... It's not outside. I think we've come to that conclusion as well as that. 
anything that we need in order to get over this overwhelmingness and fix our lives, it's not gonna. It's not outside. We, we've we've gone to all the you know self help seminars and read all those books, and we we already realize like it's only gonna come down to accessing that which we already have. Yeah. Absolutely, now, it takes a few gilgulim for a person to realize that. You know, we go rebbe hopping every every you know. People spend like 20 Gilgul and going Rebbe hopping. You understand what that means? Like we, we spend lifetimes searching for that answer. And here, he, and here he's clearly saying the point of this Hevra is to realize and strengthen ourselves that if we figure out a way, a strong way, to shut out, to shut down what needs to be shut down, and at that moment, Dafka, to strengthen that which needs to be strengthened, we'll find all the answers and will develop a rhythm that exists inside of, in, inside of us. And here he says, the next line he says here, he says, this is, how, this is what doctors do all the time to figure out certain answers to, in medical fields and in healing questions. And we'll just we'll end with this. Ubedavar kazem mishtamshim gam arofim lachalush ha'atzavim shenitkalkela venitpalgam achshavto. And this, this is the same way doctors use this for someone who's become... Um, he says over here, weak in his nerves, his nervous, this nervous system has become weakened. His his thinking has become mekul kal, which means. Uh, huh? But, but what, what is he saying over here? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I meant in the psychiatry field. Uh, what, what does he mean over here? You guys never heard them, yeah? Off track and and it becomes like a machlokus in your in your own mind. So you, you you advise a person like that, just you stop thinking, just use your body. And then what happens is that his physical thoughts continue to what? Overwhelm you and to metamtem and to shut you off. So he's saying over here also, he's saying it doesn't, it's, this is very, very hard stuff to know how to shut off. This art of shutting off doesn't always work like the way we think. Because we say, okay, I'm going to shut down. But what's still working? All the way my mind uses it for my physical needs. That, that never shuts through, that never really shuts down. Right? Not, you're not getting to the root of the problem. You're not getting to the root of the problem. You're temporarily issue. giving yourself some relief. But correct, correct. But you're not, you're not getting to the root of the problem. Yeah. What, do you guys, what else do you think it could be to, to figure out what we're really dealing with over here? What could be getting to the root of the problem in terms of strengthening the mind when we need to? What, else, what other etza would you give? What other piece of advice would you give? Because you're not going to control it. You're not going to win the point here is not to win. It's not to beat this and say, I've conquered it. There's no such thing. It, this game is going to continue all the time. We're always going to be overwhelmed with life. Can you imagine not being overwhelmed with life? What would, you, what would your world be like? It's, you're always going to be here. It's figuring out how to play this game. And it's a game. And you have to be conscious of that all the time. And 
when we want to start walking out and coming out of this smallness of the body where our mind is controlled by our body we want to go into this world of working on our thoughts on our mindfulness we need to, as if it's like brand new, we need to reveal, we need to exert out from ourselves and reveal from our deepest depths a new thought from new. A strong thought from new. And to make it murgal, to make it, um, how would you say it? Habitual, meaning we need to relearn how to think. We need to re, it's a, it's a very wacky thing. We need to relearn how to think. We need to catch ourselves when we have strong thoughts and in that moment discuss it, work on it, strengthen it, lengthen it. Make those to catch yourself. When the strong thoughts, when you're talking about Emuna, make those thoughts longer. How? Not by thinking about it for longer, by talking about it, by discussing it for longer. That's really why Sichas Chaverim and Isbordus are the two things with which lengthen those strong thoughts and give it and make it stronger. Because the more you talk about something, the more you're going to be thinking about it. You learn Pasha. something, you tell it over somebody else. Exactly. You're much more likely to remember it. Exactly. What does he say over here? How do you get a kid to, to walk? How do you bring out the strength from a child to walk? Right? What, what would happen if every time a child fell, we felt bad for the child because they fell while they try to walk and we don't put him back up to continue walking? He ain't going to end up walking. So the same thing here. When we get a little bit you know, weak in our thoughts and we say, you know what, why bother? Let me just have a simple life without going nuts over here with using my thoughts for holiness. Azov, I'll just, then what, what's going to end up happening? We'll be like a baby that never learns how to walk. Find those moments where, you dis- where you're discovering how much your mind is becoming stronger through Dibure Emuna and strengthen it. Our reward for this avoda that we're talking about will be double. Why? Not only will we begin to have revealed to us a new feeling, a new thought, which didn't exist before, the poisonous that's injected to the senses of the body will become weakened. When you take the world of machshava, mindfulness, and you're serious with it, what will happen? He says two things. One, you'll have chidushim. You'll start feeling new. There'll be new thoughts coming to you that never existed before. But while that's happening, something else is happening. The clutter does get dealt with. It does. But the way of cleaning it is not the way you usually think it'll work. How do we usually think that a mess will get cleaned? Spiritually, well, physically, we know. If you take a vacuum cleaner and you go to the place on the carpet where there's schmutz, that's the way to get it, right? How would you do that spiritually? To clean the clutter on the spiritual carpet of the mind. 
What do you think? You're going to turn the volume up on the Amuna, and you're just going to drown everything else out. We don't, but we don't believe in that. Why don't we believe in what Dove just said? We think we need to. It, it works. You ever play, play something for the kids in the back of the car and then switch to something different in front? Just keep cranking that volume. <laughs> but why? Why is it that we're so reluctant to to say that what you just said actually works? Because we say also, what do you mean? I've tried that so many times. Doesn't work. The mess is still there. No, you haven't tried that. What you've done is that you've just shut off everything completely. So when you wake up, you're waking up back to it. Absolutely. But we have to learn what our have what we have to do is figure out a way of what are we busy doing while we're shutting down everything. He says over here, because if you figure out a way to strengthen the holiness of Machshava while everything is shut off, then two things happen. One is that new ways of thinking is become revealed to you by strengthening your thoughts in holy moments. But two is that subconsciously the clutter is being removed. The poison is being removed. He's saying don't focus so much on how you're going to lower the, the bad volume. Just focus on how you're going to crank the... Ebi Nachman says no man has ever been capable of thinking two thoughts at once. Right? You can't think two thoughts at the same time. Really? <laughs> yeah. At, at the moment, it's a, how could you do that? That's it's what's a, so exhausting. That's what's so exhausting. Why are we so exhausted? Because that's what we're trying to do all the time. But it's impossible. So if you can only think one thought at a time, where are you going to choose to use that? Are you going to choose to take the vacuum cleaner and say, how do I clean this? Right? Or are you going to choose to talk about the things that give you most strength, which are emuna. <coughs> and we'll end off here, he's saying, <coughs> Strengthening this avoda of the machshava truly does reach all the senses that we're using even subconsciously. When we say like we're thinking about Emunah, we're discussing Emunah, what effect does it really have in my life and the way I look at people and the way I listen to people and my food that I eat, in all the senses that I have, it does, it spreads like wildfire in a holy way. Just like the poisonous of the other side spreads like wildfire, so too when you're discussing Emunah and you, th- you have more time to think about that which you're talking about, it does affect every single area in your life. But for now, until we figure out more techniques, and until we give each other strength in other areas, let's figure out the moments that we do decide to shut off, and we spend those moments in gratitude. And by the way, that's not, it shouldn't be once a day. It should be at least three times a day for beginners. Three times a day to stop. This is avoda. This is, this is work. This is work. It's not going to happen any other way, guys. It's not, we're not going to reach this place of, of, of absolute beauty, but I figured out how to do it and I'm conquered. This is what we're here for. Adam la'amal yulad. We're here to work. But what kind of work are we talking about? Not the work that makes Noah want to jump out of, uh, out of the window over here. And all of us as this well. This is the work that makes me want to jump out of the window. <laughs> the other work I'm fine with. Let's figure out a way... <laughs> to change again the work that we said and Yisrael will, will cliff it out. Yisrael, I could either look at things as hard or, or worthwhile. 
it's hard. It's work that's hard because you want to jump out of the window. But boy, is it worthwhile. Boy, is it worthwhile to choose to use my strength and my machshava for these things as opposed to other things. And it's, it is absolutely worthwhile. Ashrei Meshuzachinu. We'll continue with Thursday, Bezrat Hashem. Shukrasha.